Noisy Pixel. Hello and welcome to episode 86 of Unqualified Game Chat. I am your host, Azara Lopez, and with me today is the ever so well-dressed, so put together, so mentally stable. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. That was, that was wishful, but yes. Spencer, the legacy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> What's good? What's cooking? Hey, two weeks in a row, we're off to a really good start. I heard that listeners were saying that this is a monthly podcast. And uh, let me correct you. It is a weekly podcast posted to podcast services every Thursday. Think about it. We always post during a week. So it's weekly. It is weekly. Um, Yeah, I don't have I have a press event on the 25th of next week, but that is a Thursday, meaning that we will record on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no excuses. Yeah, no excuses. Yeah. Um, someone said uh, you you got a new camera, Zario. Um, no, I'm just using my ring light, which I never actually used. I had it like set up to the left, but now I put the camera in the middle of it so that I could. So if you look in the back, you'll see like this pole right here mm-hmm. by my TV. And sorry, if you're listening to this, this is a visual podcast as well. Um, you see a pole right here, but that's holding a a uh, a camera that's pointed on my couch. That's right here. Now, the idea is. Is that, that a lot of uh, it's casting couch? <laughs> <laughs> um, the idea is, is that uh, we will um, do like let's plays where I could just sit on the couch with with the person. Um, it's it's a um, it's a revitalization of um, retro um, retro pixel, which was an old show that wow. we used to do. That's an old one. Yeah. That's an old one. I do believe that our recent podcast, I uploaded the video form on podcast services. I should, should I check? Sure. Let's find out everybody together. Let's find um, out together. No. We're f- this is the this is what you listen for, really. That commercial with Aaron Paul about betting, where he's like, "Here on the screen, bitch, are your top odds right now? What are the odds that?" Oh, sorry, what, the video file. Well, what are the odds that uh, it's not uploading to <laughs> to iTunes? <laughs> so, so That's what true. is it uploading to? <laughs> Um, we have not uploaded a episode since April 13th. Oh, oh, wow. You're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not <laughs> uploading. I am uploading Why? it to this service. So maybe I'm I'll, well, someone should have told us. Damn, someone we got told us. four five star ratings on iTunes. That's really nice. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank maybe you w- maybe I would yeah. have noticed that it hasn't been posting for a month. Well, we haven't been recording for a month, so mm-hmm. arguably. Wait, 
Wasn't April 23 like not that long? So it's only the most recent one, really, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't We're know why fine. I thought it was later in the year. I was like, April. And I was like, wait. Oh. Ay, like, Dios mios. Ay, Dios. Yeah, I'm like Bumblebee, man. Ay, Dios yeah. mio. <laughs> um, right before the the recording, we were talking about uh, games we want to revive. And I pointed out uh, a game called The Getaway. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's never heard of it. It's a. It's kind of like GTA, um, mm-hmm. but it's in London. I just remember the driving kind of sucked, but like the world was really cool. Like the you drove around and you get out of your car and you can go into places and shoot people and stuff, you know, typical, That's typical cool. things. Yeah. Um, I think there was a getaway, too. I'm not sure. But anyway. Uh, that developer turned into London Studios, which led Spencer and I down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. And I we toys found out and that Sing Stars. I toys and Sing Stars. I pet too. Don't forget. Yeah. Uh, London Studios last thing, London but... Studios last game was Blood and Truth in 2019, and they're still a studio. They're coming up with a game for PS5s, uh, supposedly, and um, it's a non-VR game, which is strange because. Every game this studio makes involves a camera. Involves a camera. Mm-hmm. Such is life. That's what life That's is true. getting us now. It's uh, it's all it's all camera, camera based. Everything's filmed. Even this podcast is filmed. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Spencer. Yes. There's something I want to talk to you about. Okay. A game we came out last Friday. May 12th, 2023, mm-hmm. called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. The day before Embargo opened, <clears throat> Embargo lifted, I should say. And uh, 10 out of 10s across the board. 10 out of 10s everywhere. Um, and the game released. And I picked it up. I bought it. I was I one of the 10, 10 million people that bought it. I guess yeah. it sold 10 million copies. Um, sheep. But you know what? I feel like I'm being like, I feel like I'm being gaslit by all of these fucking nerds, man. I feel like they're gaslighting me that this game is good. You gave it an eight, I thought. Bailey gave it an eight. Oh. Really given it, I see. I don't. I would. I would hate even reviewing this game. Mm-hmm. Tears. This tears is, to. Tears of the yeah. Kingdom is correct because I'm fucking crying the entire time. Oh I'm playing. Oh my wishing, god! Begging, bruh, begging to play something else. Damn. Damn. You know what I hate? You know what, what? it is? What is it? It's sandbox games. I hate sandbox games. I hate. I, I hate. I hate having complete freedom. I know this is what people want and they want freedom in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm the complete opposite. I like being told what to do. I like being given a direction and I do it. See, and I get it's a-, a mood. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. I'm playing Zelda, I'm playing Witcher or something like that. Mm. I love walking around the world and going, oh, there's a cool thing over there. I'll go mm. over there. Love that sometimes. I'm loving that right now with Zelda. But sometimes... Sometimes I just want to be put in a dang hallway and people say, oh, you can go a little left and a little right and get some cool stuff. But for the most part, just 
here's the story here's the gameplay go straight sometimes oh that hits the spot so for me it's a mood thing but i understand i completely understand being burnt out on open world because that's there's more open world than ever i think it feels like i don't even know i don't even know if it's the open world aspect i think it's I think it, it's it falls definitely into the sandbox, the crafting, the the utilize the the gimmicks. I I just sure it's fun. Okay, you're having fun, I guess. But a masterpiece. No, yeah. See, I'm not I'm not deep enough that I could score it yet because I keep getting distracted to do small things, which is something that I'm enjoying is I'll, I'll be walking around the world map and I'll go, Oh, I want to go do that. But at the same time, uh, I think this is an impossible situation with this game where people loved breath of the wild so much. And I liked it a lot too, but people loved it so much and praised it as the game changer for every blah, blah, blah. Then now the sequel, which is breath of the wild, but with more stuff, with more content, with more mechanics, uh, people, assume it has to be a 10 um, yeah because a it's zelda b it's the follow-up to the zelda game of the the big one and c it's been like the most anticipated game basically since breath of the wild 2 tears of the kingdom was confirmed so now it's it's a tough situation where you're saying like the the reviews getting hate when you give it an eight and it's crazy to me that anybody's like oh yeah yeah it's not a high enough score our review our review is getting a little bit of People like saying eight that is really good. Eight is yeah. an exceptional score. If you get eighty percent on a test, you're doing really well. Like especially for great. especially for the things that were brought up, like the reused map, and yeah. the reason and the reason Bailey gave was it works when you have a series like a series of four games and in the fourth game you return to the map of the first game and everything's different, you know, and yeah. and that just that impact does hit harder but to do it the next game where not much time has passed there's there's relationships but it's like no one's like oh my god i haven't seen you in 10 years you know like you've been the last 20 years the house the old house burned down and we lost Mm. all the crops Uh, environmental storytelling is very strong in that mm. that kind of long-term return Mm. So I do see I I think that's I think that's a huge like point to to put out yeah. there is that and then they say well well they didn't have to create a new world so they got to focus on gameplay mechanics and sure I guess but it just feels like I'm in a fucking I'm in a fucking uh uh playground uh a uh uh entertainment district you know, here's a, here's the, the move the plank and put it over there, and then you have these motherfuckers. Yeah, these. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting a little. Yeah, these fucking. Yeah, these fucking. Yeah, these fucking nerds building dicks and shit. That is funny. That is funny. It's, it's very funny. But you know but that it, that makes people in Nintendo seethe. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. No. Someone had to have made those dicks in QA. There's no I, way. I Whenever you give any kid. That. Yeah. I wonder how he would Because there's that really funny old picture <laughs> of an article where it's like, or a tweet where it was like someone showing Mr. Miyamoto, like Sonic and Mario kissing. And he's like, please do not do that. It's obviously fake. Uh, 
but like that idea of showing showing this like elderly japanese man who's like a legendary developer this uh giant dick robot and being like look what i did in the game it's a very funny idea to think of how that, that poor man might react to that but, you know i will say i love the colors of the game yeah it's I very... honestly i love the building shit like it's so fun to just the, uh, i love the freedom it gives you i love that uh, you can just make a fucking long bridge or you can make something cool because like i've been playing it somehow my sister is loving this game my sister like never played games until a couple of years ago she was like texting me she's like if i switch my eShop to the new zealand can i download it early and i was like that's an insane question for you to ask me like that's but yes ever like and this was at like 10 p.m so i was like it's not that much longer of a wait like it's, yeah, come on no, no. um but like it's it's crazy how much this game appeals to people and i think that very open sense of creativity and freedom to to make whatever you want and do whatever you want is why because it's that mechanic but with like the nintendo polish that that nintendo has so i understand i completely understand why it's getting insane scores because it's very fun and very open and stuff but i also understand anybody who's like like open world has become so standard that yeah. yeah i don't i don't even know if it's but like zelda in the series since like ocarina of time has mostly been even on the That's game the other it's mostly yeah. been open world like mm. it, as big as they can get it in different scales I, but open world yeah i liked this i just like the idea where i kind of metroidvania where you get an ability and oh now you can access this but i always mm. loved i always loved the idea of zelda where here's four temples you can go to them as you please and then that's, and the, other, then, that's the other thing is like is classic zelda just done because that would be very sad that would be oh that's what they a said huge, huge there's bummer an, there's an interview that said this is the new path for uh zelda but i i can't i i can't agree with that because because since they've pretty much developed zelda and this genre this adventure action genre as as the leaders in this field they need to continuously innovate you know mm -hmm. they're forced they're they're really forced to push themselves even with this game what happened from breath of the wild you had tons of games that came out like it genshin impact yeah is essentially Genshin was first announced people were like this is a breath of the wild report that's so weird yeah. to think now and it and it is clearly inspired, inspired by yeah. mm -hmm. by breath of the wild yes it takes a, a different approach um what was that ubisoft one phoenix immortals phoenix something oh yeah not a bad yeah. game yeah I heard not that a bad right. game nobody it's played a, it though i agree when everyone says it was like one of the most influential games i would say it's probably the most like recent influential breath of the wild in terms of like influencing the industry 100 percent. but i do mm -hmm. think it would be very sad if now classic zelda was limited to like remakes which i mean i wouldn't object to like oracle remakes that were like link's awakening maybe or you know hd remake of i don't know any of the 3d ones but link to the past yeah link to the, that'd be great um I think I saw an interesting comment that I thought was very true in that, like, they had a thing going for a while where, like, 3DS games were, like, 2D Zelda or, like, one type of Zelda, and then home console games were another kind. And I think it's a shame now that since the Switch is the one thing going, um, 
it really is just like oh so they they're probably not gonna split it like that anymore necessarily so. No, it's like when they created Super Mario Maker, they were totally just leaving behind 2D Mario. They're like, that's it for 2D Mario. We'll create mm-hmm. this game for people to make their own levels, but we will never Yeah, deliver. there hasn't been one since uh, New Wii U, right? Yeah, because it's like... That's crazy. It's like, why? Well, they don't need to anymore. It's, it's true, because they have 3D exp- exploration ones like Odyssey, and then they have... They, they really need to get... You know, ones. Yeah. Aside from Monolith Soft... Uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo needs to get some better storytellers. Mm-hmm. They have great game developers, terrible storytellers. It's yeah. I think if they want more, like Mario and shit, I'm never going to expect a story from. No, no, no stuff no. like. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's crazy that they can put out the same company can like publish Xenoblade and like Zelda, where they're very different stories. Yeah. Yeah, I think limited. I think the cast in Breath of the Wild does get pretty big. Whereas, mm-hmm. like going back to older Zeldas, you, you did you did have a smaller uh, group of NPCs that you would kind, I kind of, of like that little era where they have the same. It was like all the games have the same like the guy who looks like Mario, the guy who looks like Luigi. They're not mm-hmm. like I liked that little. Maybe that was just because Majora's Mask reused everything from Ocarina and then the 2D games just emulated that, the characters. But I don't know. There was a charm there. But then, you know, they've introduced a lot of very charming characters in later years. So, like, like lots of new Zelda characters are fun and interesting. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. So, I think the scores of 10 out of 10, okay, I know no game is perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when we say a game is a 10 out of 10, as a reviewer, I say I take it as genre defining. So if yeah, I'm saying if, to literally anybody. Yeah. Genre defining for for adventure open world sandbox mm. fans. This is like if you're if you're going to be a developer, this is a game you need to study. If you're going to be a uh, a gamer, if you want a, you know just this this is the this is the tip of the iceberg to have Mm -hmm. so many critics have zero feedback Mm -hmm. was strange to me i kind of like it where there's like like four or five people gave it a 10 out of 10 uh you have your your smaller outlets you know and then a couple bigger ones give it a 10 out of 10 but then you have some valuable feedback from Mm -hmm. the nines and from the eights when i go to amazon i always look at the three star reviews yeah, I don't, I don't look at the five star reviews because they're either sucking its dick or the one is like, "Hey, I've broken. I don't need to read all that." Yeah, and go to the three star. Three um, four. It's like, yeah, that gives you the 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 most realistic look. Yeah. Uh, so I, I play this game and <clears throat> I feel like I've already played it one, mm-hmm. and I, and it's there's a tweet that I saw where it's like. Nintendo is so clever. They're they're using all of these game mechanics that that all in that by themselves would be one game, and they're putting it all in this game. So each each little power that Zelda uses, somebody out there would would have made that just one entire game where you have access to this ultra one hand, second, whatever. Real quick, you just called Link Zelda. People are gonna get really mad about that. Wait, no. What did I say? That all the powers Zelda uses. 
Oh, Link. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I just yeah. wanted to get ahead of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, or she. This guy's going to critique fucking Tears of Kingdom. He doesn't even know Link is Link. 100%. Um, 100%. I think I've been reading too many tweets and a lot of them yeah. are like from like mega 64 guys that are like nervously yeah. getting stuff wrong. And it's just really funny. And so now everything's backwards. Um, when the irony becomes real. Oh, that's so true. God. But, uh, and I, I, I do like the, uh, I like the, I like thinking of it like that. Like, Oh yeah, they did create all these mechanics and put them into one game. But I don't like any of those mechanics. I'm not having fun with any of them. I mean, I, just, I, I feel like it's busy work. I feel like it's a chore every time. Every time I have to do something or get somewhere, I'm just like, God, I got to pick this. Uh, yeah. See, this strikes me as sometimes, no matter how good a game is, you're just not in the mood for it. I've had that happen to me. Mm. Same with anime, same with movies. I, people, I know so many people who love Devilman Crybaby, and I get it. But when I watched it, I was in such a bad mood in like my life <laughs> that I watched. It, I was like, this fucking sucks. And it's really annoying. Oh. But you know, it's it's objectively good. But yeah, I, like, yeah, sometimes you're just not open to receiving something at that time. And and I don't know, maybe I don't know. That's just like I've had that happen with so many things that. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, you're completely even if not, you're completely obviously entitled to. To feel that way i've been enjoying the mechanics a lot especially the fusing and the the creativity there but i completely so so talk about your experience tell, tell me about your uh your uh, adventure so far yeah so uh, i've only done like one story portion with the zoras because i've mostly just run around and uh done shrines or met people or built stuff and stuff like that and like there'll be all these fun ones where it's like you have to grind down a rail and you have like five planks and you have to make something that you can grind down this rail on but it, it the weight will make it turn so you have to like figure it out or that or you just cheat like me and you like run up the side as soon as it's falling because you don't want to spend any more time making another thing after three things have fallen um but it's like i don't know i'm never i'm never tired of of the 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 challenges where it's like build something to to get through this and i'll always build something where I, I'm like, I am a genius. This is incredible. This is literally evidence that I am as smart as it gets. And then it'll immediately break and I'll be like, I'm a fucking moron. This is so stupid. But it, I'm, I still want to do it again. I'm like, well, now I know how to fix that. Now I know how to improve that. So I think that's an interesting thing that that like very small encapsulation of like the, the process of discovery is like gamified. That's a lot of fun. But like also... My thing with the game, my issue with the game that I haven't seen too much of is like, I don't know if I wandered into the wrong area or something, but like right from the start, I was dying in like one hit a lot. Oh, like man. I'd be, I'd be in like a little fight and like someone would smack me and I'd just die and I had full health and I'd be like, what? That got maybe, like very annoying. Maybe you just aren't good at video games. No, see if I, if it was two hits that killed me, sure. Okay. I have a chance yeah. to dodge. Fool I have me a chance once. to figure out. Shame on yeah. you. And I'd be like fighting and I'd get hit once and I'd die and I'd be like, oh, is this the wrong area? But the game wants me to explore. So I don't know if I can't explore, if I'm going to get killed in one smack and I'm not going to play this like Metal Gear where I'm hiding. Metal um, Gear? 
Metal Gear, a weapon to surpass po- the dick robot. Huh? Anyway, um, but yeah, so that was like the most cynical meta take on that. Um, but yeah, so then like when I when I played Breath of the Wild, I very much I barely upgraded my health, my health, my hearts for most of the game to the point where I actually got mad because I always upgrade my stamina because I love climbing and I love running and let me access new stuff. And at the end of the game, it's like, oh, well, you need a certain amount of health to pick up the Master Sword. And I was pissed because I was like, well, I don't know why I should be punished from progression for prioritizing exploration when that's what this game is. Mm. Um, but this time, I felt the need to like more to, to double my health and then some immediately because I was just dying so much that exploration was like annoying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I even I don't know. I haven't read too many reviews because I am reviewing it. Um, so I have, I have, well, I think I'm reviewing it. I, I planned to, but there's more priorities now. Um, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, the, that's the thing that's bugging me is, is the, it's not, it's not even difficulty. Like it's not hard to do the fights. It's just like, like, I, I don't know, but the, the creation and the, the temples or the shrines and, and all that shit, I'm having so much fun with, but the, yeah i don't know it's i'm really in that place where like i'm having a great time but i everything that you've said clocks out to me like it makes sense that like that's doesn't work for everybody so yeah but yeah i would like right now i would land i wouldn't land on like a a 10 necessarily but i'm I'm pretty high up like it's yeah really excellent but yeah i don't know yeah i think uh in the industry we call it the nintendo bump where That's every Nite- every Nintendo game gets a one point higher than it probably should. I, now that I've done entertainment, like I've I've been in the movie, TV show, entertainment stuff, it's it's uh, Nintendo is Disney of games, mm-hmm. where they have such a stronghold on your your nostalgia and your memories and all these. They have all these amazing properties, amazing series, incredible things, but they know that they do. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just like oh we want to make stuff to make you smile they know the power that they have over your emotions and your buying so nintendo 100 percent knows how much people love zelda how much people love blah, blah blah and it definitely shows in terms of reviews and stuff but yeah i remember i remember when i stopped playing breath of the wild mm-hmm. And it was right when they expected me to eat some peppers to survive in the snow. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, this is stupid. And I turned it off. I turned it off and I didn't go back. Now now you're the world's number one Valheim player. Look at that. Yeah, now I play. Now <laughs> I, play I play Overwatch every day now. <laughs> yeah, you play every survival game. Yeah. Yeah. Rust. Dude, I hate, see, I hate, I hated Rust too because of uh, because you uh, build shit in that game, and I thought it was stupid. What I, you know, part of the build, part of I gotta say, part of my love of the building in Zelda might be nostalgia because a lot of times it feels like fucking Gmod circa two thousand nine. Mm. That's a very fun feeling that I've never had replicated again since like twenty fourteen. I'm not trying to play geometry shit, you know, with the little arrows and making sure that it's swinging in the right direction. I just want to just let me fucking play a game, dude. See, that's what makes me think that it's a it's a timing or a mood that is is the 
Because, like, small things like that will bug me sometimes. Yeah. And also, I will say, because it's coming out in the summer, it's already 100 degrees where I live outside. Um, so it's already pretty miserable. Ain't nobody trying to go on an adventure in 100 degree weather. It's true. Right now, let me see. Is it like 100 where you are right now? Mm-hmm. Let me see what it is. Right now, it's 42 where I live. So Celsius? No, 42 Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Six Celsius. Oh, oh. wow. You so, did that pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, I Googled it really quick. But, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's so maybe I'm more open to adventure because it's Yeah, still, you're just, because you're uh, comfy. You got your comfy pants yeah. on and your comfy yeah. shirt on. This is not comfy at all. But yeah, no. Well, totally. you wore it. You wore it for the 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 viewers, really. I wore it for the viewers, yeah. I wore it because I know I'm the eye candy, and I know that they like to see me in a sharp look. But yeah, so okay. I hope all you people who listen to the audio only. Fuck if it all. gets posted, I'm kidding. If it gets, yeah, if it gets posted, um, sorry. I don't know. What's I can't believe but... I can't believe we talked about one game for so long. It's true. We had a sense of focus that we never seem to have with these people. Mm. They're mm. always saying. Why don't you talk about games more? I've never seen that, actually. That's just me. Mm, no one's ever asked us to actually yeah, talk no about games. No, people just like us talking for some reason. I don't know. Well, oh, you know what? There's a 31st of the month. I'm going to say right now, we're bringing back yay or nay this month. Holy shit. It's been fucking ages since I yay or nay. It's been ages. We're bringing back yay or nay. Just expect it. Just True. expect it. That's perfect. It'll come out on the 1st. So people will know going into the month what they should be fucking playing. Yeah, um, things you should look forward to over summer. We got Summer Games Fest next month. I'm I was gonna attend. I'm not going to anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jeff Show. Um, not gonna attend. Um, I am going to Anime Expo. I am going to PAX West, and I hope Spencer will too, so that we can do our unqualified game chat panel. It's September 1st through the 4th. Okay, that's far enough away that I can probably try and figure that out. It's a weekend. It's a weekend. That helps. Mm-hmm. 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 First to the 4th. Oh, yeah. It's not that bad. I can look, at, I can look into that. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do a panel. Mm-hmm. We got to kiss. Well, that's if we get paid enough money. That's mm-hmm. if the Patreon hits 1,000 a month. <laughs> Who wants to see us kiss? Um, well, yeah, we're monetizing queer baiting. That's really, that's really good for the website. I'm, I'm, glad we put, I'm glad we put this talk at the end of the episode because the only person no, listening is... People used... called it with Sherlock and shit. They were like, this is queer baiting. Or is it called oh. gay baiting? Where they were like, oh, the characters, might, the showrunners in the show would be like, they might be gay. Might they'd be like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Ha And it was like... Uh. What, what you're, kind you're of them? J.K. Rowling bullshit? <laughs> that's that's a real. I I just remember what people got mad about that. So I don't remember. I'm sorry if I didn't use the correct term. I I don't mm. remember it, but mm. I remember that was a big thing. It might still be. I don't know. Who who who? No one talks about Sherlock anymore. Anyway, it's, it's got to be over, right? No, they're oh. bringing back. They're bringing back one more season. Oh my god! I watched like the first three, and I was like, "That was cool." And everyone's like, "The new one's horrible." And I never watched it anymore because everyone said the new one was horrible. The fourth one, it's okay. The only person that listens all the way is uh, Brian and Todd B. So, who? What? Brian and Todd B. are the only people that listen to the whole episode. 
That's true. That's so, completely true. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Maybe Lawsy. Maybe. While he's doing his homework. Mm-hmm. While he's doing his eighth grade science. <laughs> eighth grade like 30. I don't know why he's... His eighth grade AP yeah. science classes. You're like a little like 13 year old. He's like, I love Azario and Spencer. Big Bang Theory on in the background. Young Sheldon. Yeah. Young Sheldon, Sheldon on in the background, yeah. Uh, well, that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope everyone has a good week. We'll see you next week. Me too. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.